this is the piece that we're going to focus on. So this crazy, weird, freaking six-speed, but also drive, like regular automatic transmission. So how this thing works, I love how this article is written. So celebrating his 50th birthday, Christian von Koenigsegg dispensed with the traditional champagne and midlife crisis 9-11, and instead he revealed a totally new form of gearbox technology. (laughs) So... How this thing works, I'm going to explain it in like dumb terms and then we'll dive in and talk about it a little bit. But basically, like wrap you. your wrap your minds around this. Please. I'm going to stop sharing for a sec too cuz I'm just going to paste the thing in, but I want you guys to be able to react at normal speed. Okay, so this thing Okay. So yeah, it's a, yeah. so it's a 6 speed, but it can shift into drive. So how they do yep. it is it actually has 9 gears and when you shift into drive, they're all hydraulically okay. actuated. And it has a clutch pedal. When it's in drive, it's just doing it itself. But it's a six-speed that also has three different drive modes that change the gear ratios for the six-speed. Whoa. Oh, so it's like a a bike where you got one, two, three, and then you got one, three, seven or whatever? Yes. (laughs) Welcome back to Third Pedal Podcast, everybody. I'm Jacob. I'm Zach. And I'm Tyler. And I'm going to edit that Welcome so there's no the lag. Welcome to another virtual show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So good to be back. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I can see you guys. I can hear you guys chuckling behind the cameras, even though I can't see you because we have low data mode on so that we're talking on time. But um, super excited to be back. I want to first off um, thank everybody who's been engaging with us, messaging us, commenting on stuff, liking stuff. It's super, super encouraging to uh, see those notifications pop up, see you guys um, enjoying the content, engaging with the content. It's um, really, really fun. I know it makes us all smile and we all text about it right away like we're little kids. This is <laughs> true. Of, um, getting some messages on it's true. Getting some messages on Instagram, just seeing what you guys are building, what you guys are working on. It's just super exciting. So I was I was going through uh, early this week and looking through a few of those like um, awesome stuff, and then uh, you know go back to the feed. Of course, you get sucked in. But good thing about that is I saw this insane new supercar by KTM. Have you guys ever heard of KTM? Uh, they're no. like the motorcycle company, okay. right? Me either. Until I saw this, uh, I think they. D- yeah, I think they do some. Uh, motorcycle stuff too but hmm. just wait let me just okay initial reactions in three two one can you guys see my screen share Ooh, there we yeah, go yeah i can see it okay wow. it, t- it took a second it i was like a oh, they hate it. <laughs> yeah interesting that's it looks so funny like, there's no legs here it looks Is like somebody who looking? saw a kenick seg and then decided to draw it from memory that's interesting. <laughs> yes. So you can see the few different angles of this thing. Whoa, um, it has a cockpit. So really Ooh, super approved yes. of the cockpit. Yes. So Whoa. super, super cool. So yeah, they do uh motor I don't see any motorcycles. They have a, a interesting variety of different rear engine supercar type of things and then some wait, what? I don't know what these are considered. Go karty type where, stuff. Where where are these like dozen cars that they randomly make all of a sudden yeah i know right? that's what i'm saying like i've these. never i don't know what it is about the algorithm or the internet or just the car world that we're in because it seems like i don't know about what you guys are feeling and and you guys listening are feeling but it kind of seems a little bit like there's this gray cloud over the car community and like everything's going electric and it's kind of depressing <laughs> and like there's not it just doesn't seem like there's i i guess this is like a uh 
it's like totally two-sided because at the same time that it seems like everything is trending towards uh, just being fuel efficient, like just being economical, electric, hybrid, blah, blah, blah. On this same other side of it is the coolest and fastest cars we've ever seen are being created. <laughs> like at the same time that Chevy um, brings back their lightning model of the truck and it's electric now instead of like a cool fast truck they're yeah. also coming up with like a supercar a legit supercar version of the corvette rear engine for the first like it's yes. it's like a mix of both it's very confusing um, i didn't know that and then there's these companies like this obviously this isn't a new company ktm i'm assuming they've been around for a while you can't just come right out the gates with something yeah, sick like this really really especially quick. all they're, these models i looked it up so they are an australian motorcycle company so they do like those enduro like mm. off-road bikes they've been around since oh, 1934 yeah. but they are clearly pretty new to the wow. vehicle <laughs> game they're just adding wheels and horsepower apparently yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot so of it. really cool car that they have here with the x bow so i just love a lot of the design stuff that we're going through i don't have tons and tons of specs in this um, I just saw the initial picture. I looked it up real quick. Yeah, visuals um, are kind of looks it, man. C8. <laughs> I know. Kind of looks yeah. C8 Corvette esque, but everything kind of does now. You know, this looks Valid. like McLaren, it, Corvette, some Ferrari as far as like these rear vent areas, McLaren yeah. as far as the tail. Like um, everything just the, looks like very a video cool game car now. Design car. Yeah, well, true. Speaking of, dude, I'm going to go so into that. <laughs> speaking of. And then. <laughs> And then, yeah, what is that called? A foreshadow? Um, <laughs> foreshadowing to what Tyler's going to talk about? Yeah. Um, so interior, sick. Reminds Whoa. me of like McLaren P1-esque type of stuff, right? With like wow. full carbon, very driver-centric. Wow. I mean, look at this top corner where you see the, uh, what's that suspension called? When it comes in this way, oh, like an like Indy car? Can't, it can't leave it suspension. It's like, yeah. So you can see that in here. You see the little shocks for the cockpit. And then, oh, I almost spoiled it. Are you ready for this? I did spoil it because I scrolled onto it. This is what it's powered by. An Audi 2.5 liter five-cylinder turbo. You got to be so proud right now. As if it couldn't get cooler, right? Than what it already looks like. Is that so sick? So they partnered with Audi to, well, you know, use their drivetrain two and a half liter five-cylinder. So for you guys that aren't as geeks as we are. So this this 2.5 five-cylinder, this is the TTRS. This is the... Audi RS3, if, you've, if you've ever heard of Hank Iroz and the craziness that he's doing with these two and a half liter five cylinders, like insane. Dude. So you're basically getting yeah. that two and a half liter five cylinder. You're getting this crazy power plant from a spicy Jetta in an actual <laughs> super lightweight, all carbon fiber, hypercar frame. Like just imagine the, how fast this thing's going to go and how crazy it is once it's all tuned and up. And the sound just insane, yeah. make. Dude. I'm so I, I don't have my video on so you, for you guys. You see this, I, I stood up and, and then left you hear my desk. that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought I heard something. <laughs> it's just awesome. So yeah, just love. I love, 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 love seeing this stuff. Especially like this used Holy to be so cow. much more common, and and I guess it still is about different brands sharing engines and transmissions and whatever, all that type of yeah. stuff. But it's just really cool to see, especially from like newer innovation in these types of cars. So had to share that. Wow. awesome love seeing it here you can see a let me zoom in on this you can see it tucked in the back there dude that's the so fact that they pretty. went with an Audi five so cylinder. Looking. i would have thought that and they the would intake. throw some like motorcycle thing in it and then gear it up like crazy and make it just this light little go-kart but the fact that they put like a five-cylinder monster in it that's so freaking cool yeah look at this all it's all tube framed and then carbon fiber like wow 
it's got to be too pretty. Uh, what does it say here as far as I thought it would have a weight right off the bat, but I guess they don't, they don't have like yeah. all the specs, which, okay. So anyways, this is the first thing I see, you know, I'm looking at Instagram. I see this thing. I'm like, that's crazy. Can we try to pre-order um, one real quick? What's then, the price on one of those? Oh, good call. Good call. Okay. I'll try not to spoil the next thing too. While we're here. Let's just, let's just pre-order a uh, expo. No big deal. Oh, uh, oh, here we go. Go away, whatever you are. I see dollar uh, signs. How do I get out of this? It's probably not going to let you. I see two eighty four. Check it again. Pounds. Yeah, was, no, that's just euros. Sign in, sign in with the Google oh, for the podcast. Well, whatever. We can just abandon this. We can we can find it out later if we need to. If it's going to take too long. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyway, so 200, 285 euros. It's pro- that's I don't know what the exchange rate is completely. It's probably roughly two hundred ninety, three hundred thousand dollars. So, oh, that had a K a at lot. the end of it. <laughs> I thought that was just the reservation fee of the thing, like three hundred bucks. No, no, that oh. has it has three extra digits. Ah, farts. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bummer. That yeah. Makes to sense, be though. totally honest, that's lower than I thought. It would be, but I also don't know how expensive cars like this should be. But yeah. I guess I was expecting after seeing the Pagani for two million pounds, I kind of figured that thing would be up there closer to like a million. It fe- see when I no. saw it, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a play at a slingshot, like those one, the Polaris things that are like kind of a motorcycle car thing. I thought it was gonna be like in that sure, territory. Yeah. And then you showed right. me the motor, and I was like, ah, oh, this is mm. completely different. And then the whole, I mean, the carbon tub for that thing has to cost like fifty to a hundred grand you know like, yeah easily it's not a right. cheap piece so that makes sense that makes sense that yeah. it's around there i thought you were looking at a reservation fee of like 300 bucks and then i was like oh is this gonna be like a seventy thousand dollar car but i don't think we're we're not there yeah <laughs> oh, no way i got you no so anyway sorry i didn't mean to derail that on the price i just got really excited because it had a five cylinder in it <laughs> yeah super sick like i just thought that was super cool especially with uh the but like motorcycle stuff that they're apparently known for. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean to say it like that. Like nobody knows who they are. I'm sure all the motorcycle <laughs> people are like punching air right now. Like you have never heard KTM. <laughs> like what are you talking about? Um, anyways, so that was that was what I saw. And then I keep scrolling and I don't know what uh, algorithms just tossing stuff at me. They're like, you want to see the fastest cars in the world apparently. And I'm like, thank you very much, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, I do. <laughs> so... Nailed it. <laughs> if you guys have heard, have you heard of um, SS? Have you heard of SSC Shelby Supercars? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Th- them I actually have heard of and looked into a little bit. I have. Okay. So they, I, I'm, I'll spoil it with the title here first because it'll be better uh, to intro to to everybody watching here. Um, they have just officially received the award for the fastest production supercar in the world. Okay. So not fastest, like there's car, you know, there's some crazy car manufacturers strap, uh, strap like a jet engine or whatever to these cars. And they're like, okay, they go super, super fast. But this is like a production car. Like, not that you can necessarily go to your local dealer and pick one up. But I mean, it's a car that you can order from this company. It's a production vehicle. It's called okay. the SSC. Everybody's going to flame me for this, man. <laughs> SSC Tartara. 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 Tartar. Let me share with you guys. Okay, so... Also looks ridiculous. Oh, that load up for you guys. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like Whoa. looks like Avatar or something boiled down into a car, like spaceship stuff. Um, looks like a Pagani so stre- and a McLaren yeah, made a baby. They talk about the coefficient of drag. 
It yeah, does. yeah, yeah, and like a little bit That's of exactly a little it. bit of Ferrari, La Ferrari yep. up front oh, yep. here, you know. It's yep. tougher. It's got to be really hard for these design guys when we make comments like that, and they're like, "We worked for five years to make this unique, <laughs> and spectral, and like just ours." You know, I got, <laughs> we're like, I got something else like to make it worse. Ferrari, Ferrari, McLaren. It's it looks like everything else. <laughs> I think oh, it looks what? in the back. It kind of looks like you know, like the gamer headsets with the cat ears on it. That's like what the back looks like to me. Oh no, <laughs> dude, no! Uh, but I'm really funny. sorry. I'm really sorry. That's however, really you funny. say this company so it's, name it's because it's gorgeous. Just yeah. SSC. The car's name is Tartara. 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 Um, <laughs> check out the animation though they got on their website, right? So you got the car here. You can click open. Oh, <laughs> so sick! You can open the whole thing up. Same thing. Cantilevered suspension. Super lightweight. So cool. Um super super cool um so unmatched aerodynamics i'll just write the commercial for it right now um so the leading coefficient of drag of 0.279 wow that sounds super low (laughs) i don't know what that means (laughs) it's hard like relatively i don't know exactly what that is but it looks sick and it sounds like it's really low so yeah it's got a uh twin turbo v8 that goes up to 1750 horsepower. So as far as specs go, obviously that's a lot, right? As far as specs go on like crazy high horsepower cars, that's not that insane, right? right. We've heard of thousand horsepower cars, 2000 horsepower cars, even not that crazy. Uh, robotized manual seven speed. So similar to what um, I think Pagani's doing something like this, right? Am I wrong? They're doing a, a robotized, it's a manual transmission, but it's, it's done with servos and, and like, computers and stuff that's also foreshadowing something to what i'm going to be talking about a little bit later in this episode it's a good job dude <laughs> my bad my bad no you're, okay. no, you're good i mean it's anything mine's compl- mine's different than this completely but it is it is like along the same lines and it is kind of funny okay that it feels like a compromise that everybody's making between like well automatic slush boxes weren't better but also people yeah, are right. slow so what can we do in the middle <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah, I gotta, I gotta with, like, comment on something super quick. Mm-hmm. Are you guys noticing that they've got like the 91 octane and then the ethanol and methanol? Do you see that it's a it's a 30% horsepower increase once you go to methanol versus octane? Mm-hmm. 91? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's 30% way, yeah. more flammable. Yeah, that's why like well, that's yeah, why I, I didn't mean know you can it was even that do much, though. like going up to like an E85 tune, for example, you typically have to do two different types of high pressure fuel pumps you have to do different injectors and stuff like that to handle the different type of fuel um the corrosion Man. and stuff like that but yeah you can you can squeeze out a ton i flirted with that's the idea for my crazy. car of going to 85 but crazy supposedly it's tough it's like harder for cold starts and yeah somewhat mm. less reliable in some it ways is, so it is interesting yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is normally something you'd see on like a tuning website, right? If they're like, okay, if right. you want to use 91 pump, if you want to use 93 pump, if you can five, find 95 pump, otherwise you could do these um, VP race fuels and stuff like that. And there's another manufacturer I'm going to get to as well. Actually, same manufacturer, I think. Nope, nope, sorry. Different thing <laughs> that they, they mentioned something like this too, which I thought was super interesting. So obviously it's got to be super safe. So they got this crazy shell built around the entire thing because it's wow. the fastest production car in Whoa. the world. Um, and then some dynamic handling, some different adjustments and, and things like that. That's super cool. So all the specifications, if you guys just go to sscnorthamerica.com, you can look up all the specs. I'm not here to like explain everything that's going on with it because we could get super in depth. And again, with the coefficient 
of drag that I said and then was like, we were all like, yeah, well, that sounds like a low number. And we moved on because we don't really know. You can look up all that stuff on the website. They have tons of, tons of information. They do amazing stuff. What you I wanted what to number, show you real was... Quick, you know what number I do know is look at that rear tire size. Oh, oh you, you already switched from it. It's fine. Oh, it was back. a 345. No, it's all good. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. 345. Oh my gosh. 20, 20 inch. And they're throwing 20s on there not because... <laughs> They want it to look cool. I'm sure that's part of it, but it's the they weight. They need it. You know, the uh, yeah. reducing that, what's it called? The, the rotational uh, mass. Unsprung, unsprung weight. Yeah. Yeah, rotational mass and un, unsprung weight or sprung weight or something like that. Um, and you need a wheel that big to put rubber to the ground. Like, if right. you're going to have this you much power pushing path. out. Yeah. 1700 horsepower at 8,800 RPM. Yeah, you need that. And, and also, when you're going at this highest speed, too, you know, you don't want stretch coming from all this rubber you know you right. want that rubber mm-hmm. band on there and hold it tight i'm not a right. scientist but that's what i gather so anyways <laughs> yes. real quick though look Tyler at this it out. so Zach, this is against oh, sorry keep going keep going too late <laughs> no it's all good um so so this is the tortara the ssc versus they do these side-by-side races with a koenigsegg ajera rs so another i think i if i'm not mistaken i think the ajera RS was previously the world's fastest production car. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Hit me in the comments. But um, also, I'm pretty sure I said Koenigsegg wrong again. But don't care. Watch this. So let me know if this is playing for you guys. I'll kind of narrate it. Yep, it's 200, I'm, I have to pause already. 200 miles an hour these cars are starting at for a race. 200 starting, by the way. It's not like this car made it to 200 miles an hour. They, okay, we're in third gear and... 200 miles an hour. Are you ready to start? Yeah, I'm ready to start. We're cruising. That's insane. Most cars at 200 are like topped out in sixth, and they're not going to do anything else. These are just getting started. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look, I remember, I don't know, this is like callback memory, um, walking through car shows when we were kids, right? And Mm -hmm. what was the couple, or seeing a cool car in public, what was the thing you always look at when you're a kid walking through a car show? You look in the driver's side and you look at the dash and you see how high the speedo goes right mm-hmm. you look mm-hmm. at like holy crap this car goes 180 oh like regardless of what it's actually limited to or its potential mechanically right. but like what what says on the dash i remember that so clearly <laughs> and i remember the first time seeing close to that i think it must have been a viper you guys can mm. remind me i think it must have been a viper and i i viper goes to 200 i think on the dash I think anyways the new ones do i don't know for sure Maybe it was that. Maybe it was something else. I don't know. I just remember that scene 200. So anyways, 200 miles an hour is, is stupid fast. Um, yeah. And this is where this race starts. Green flag, 200 miles an hour. So just watch this. It's video from the cockpit. They say it's from the company's public YouTube channels. You know, they're not like stealing any information. Okay. So accelerating <laughs> from 200 miles an hour. Uh, oh, my gosh. top is just crossing 245, just crossed 250. Oh, my gosh. Um, to 70 it's just, to that looks terrifying. 80 like okay. it doesn't stop so this is you know there's a little bit of humble brags going on in this video like it reaches the Ajera's top speed of 284.3 17.19 seconds faster than the Ajera rs it reaches that car's top speed seconds holy cow one and a quarter miles ahead one and a quarter miles, oh 19 football fields. That's how far it is ahead. That's... I look at that and now they time it here. Like, pause the video on top, 
All right, we hit your top speed. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh. That's pretty aggressive. <laughs> like this is a very good visualization of how much faster it really is. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a great example. Still going. And it caught up. And now it's slowing down. And the Tartura is still accelerating. And 290. Oh my gosh. Still accelerating, still accelerating at 295-ish runs out and runs out of runway. So they ran oh. out of space. They ran out of earth to go fast on. <laughs> that's, that's the e- only thing that stopped the race. That's a 300-mile-an-hour car. Isn't that wild? That's insane. Is that insane? So I, I've got another one here. So another, so Hennessy, awesome company. I think these guys are based out of Texas. They also do these uh, crazy, like, uh, what would you call them? Uh, they're like a modification bespoke, I guess. thing. I don't know. They they're they do a lot of modification. But they also come. They build their own cars too. So they have the Hennessy mm. Venom F5. That's this one. I think this one was also. I think this one previously also got a record for fastest production car. Yeah, this used um, to be the fastest production so car. Another side by side race. Real quick, we'll go through this one. So again, started 200 miles an hour, <laughs> and this is the same Cape Canaveral runway too, which is pretty cool. Like same spot now this time. So for anybody who wanted to say like, oh, the Toratura had like a better runway or better track or whatever, and that's why it accelerated so much faster. These are in the same, same runway. Mm-hmm. So you can see the acceleration difference, roughly wow. 10 miles an hour. 11 seconds faster than the Venom. Three quarters of a mile ahead. I love how everything's in football fields. Welcome <laughs> to America. 14 and a half football fields. <laughs> that's just funny how we measure stuff. That is nuts. Am I the only one that feels like they turned away for three seconds and now cars are almost going 300 miles an hour? Yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So Tartura, apparently 295 is its top speed. Okay, so it's not quite a 300 mile an hour car. Well, if it had enough earth, it probably is. I bet if it hung out in 12... Okay, so look at this spec. (laughs) The, The SSC Tartura reaches its top speed of 295 miles an hour a half a second after the Hennessy reaches its top speed. Of 271.6 miles an hour. Wow. 24 mile an hour faster at the same time. Just crazy. Just insane. Like, yeah, I feel like the exact same way that like it turned our head and all of a sudden there's 300 mile an hour production cars. Like what? That's insane. Like, I thought, yeah, I don't Um, know. That's just insane. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news in this situation. But okay, I now remember why I know what the SSC Toyotara is. Okay, um, go ahead. It's not a 300 mile an hour car. They The reason I know about it is because there was a huge controversy because they claimed that car hit 331 miles an hour in really? a recorded video of it hitting 331 miles an hour. And then they came out and then they did another one where it hit 316 miles an hour. Both videos they came out and admitted were actually faked. Um, what? And it's never no. broke 300. Yeah, they, it, they've done it. They ran it twice and it averaged between the two. It hit. I mean, it's still stupid fast, but between the two, it hit an average of 282 miles an hour, not not 300. Yeah, they had one run where they said it hit 331 and then they had another one where it said they hit 301. And this was all over no like way. the car news during the time. Yeah, this was back in May, right? 
Yep, that's why I yep. when you said it, I was like, that's yeah, I've heard of so SSC before, funny. but I couldn't remember why. That's why. So yeah, it's not a 300 mile an hour car. It's close, fake. but it's that's not. That's crazy. I rescind yep. it since, especially since they lied about it. That probably isn't a 300 mile an hour car, and prove us wrong. <laughs> it's not nope it's, it's proven that it's not but i mean yeah. all right let's not push up the glasses and go um technically because <laughs> well, that's why i'm not trying to do that yeah, that's what i'm saying it's still all right, insane Tyler. no but yeah. i'm gonna tell you about out. one more if, i know i've taken up a lot of time this is my last <laughs> if you if they really want to prove that it's a 300 mile an hour car what better way to document it than have us watch it and videotape it maybe you know so i mean if you yeah. guys want to prove yeah i think bias. we should I was gonna say we should drive it, but I actually don't think no. I would be up to no, driving no, that. No, please don't let me. That Hard scares mess. the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, it's way okay. Too scary. I've got a car that you cannot. Neither of you can debunk. Okay, are you ready for this one, Tyler? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. My other favorite manufacturer right now. I guess they're not technically a manufacturer, but they. Oh crap! Where did the link go? I just had it up. Here it is. Okay. Um, they're not. I guess they're not technically a manufacturer, but they do. Um. Modifications specifically of Dodge Vipers, Ooh. also known as the um, dumbest production car ever made, but like in the coolest <laughs> way possible. You know what I mean? Uh, like yep. so much power yeah. for such a small, like not that small, but it just feels dumb. I just remember uh, dad bringing one home for Tyler. I think that was your birthday, right? That he brought that yes, one home. Yes. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's go for a cruise around, uh, around the block. And we used to live in a little bit more country area. Like we could get to some country roads pretty quick. And we went <laughs> 55 miles an hour only because that's the speed limit, but we got there so quick. We got there at breakneck speed. That car just felt, yeah, that car, that car felt crazy. So that was stock. Okay. 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 Just be prepared. I'm excited. See, man. Just be prepared to see the screenshot. You guys ready? I'm going to swipe my screen over and you're going to see it. This is their new highest horsepower they've achieved with their twin turbo Dodge Viper kit. Actually, let me just give you, let's hear some guesses. What do you guys think they got the highest horsepower to? Don't be outlandish, like spoil it for me, you know, but what do you think <laughs> they got the horsepower to on their Dodge Viper <laughs> kit now? Um, I'm trying to think of what the Viper. I think the Viper stock is like nine. So if you had yeah. throw twin turbos, I would have guessed probably realistically like around like 14, maybe. Okay. I'm 14 going hundred. over two. Yeah. Jake? Over two? Yep. Okay. You're both right. But it's. <laughs> oh. He's. <laughs> Dude, what in the world? in 317 horsepower. And look at this. Look at their caption. Do we have your attention yet? Oh, my. <laughs> just like, Dude, okay. the I'm just going to follow them after baller. this. That 100% just gets it. Baller. That's so look at this. Uh, you guys unreal. can go go follow Cowboy Motorsports on Instagram. They have all the videos and stuff. Yeah. They test these things. They're the craziest sounding, craziest looking things. Um, here's oh, it on the dyno. We don't have audio for this, so you can go look it on. On Instagram, a, but look at it's it. quite oh. look at it lift off the dyno. I can't wait. That's Did bizarre. That? <laughs> Dude. Insane. And then they go over look at the, the dyno chart. Yep. Oh, 2300 foot pounds of torque. And oh. then here's just just it idling. This is just idling. Oh, yeah. flames out. Oh, just gosh. craziness. So they're definitely the leaders for like the craziest modification company i would say yeah of any kind of cars to be pushing out that crazy stuff i mean we talked about these guys 
what probably around somewhere episode in the teens somewhere would be my guess yeah i, think I so. talked about them for the first time mm-hmm. and uh they were having a race starting at 100 miles an hour and i thought that was insane i'm like right. starting like yeah. these are like 100 <laughs> to 250 mile an hour races you know or 100 to yeah. 200 that's the time slots they're hitting like how fast can i get from one to 200 just just insane and now of course we got ssc going like oh oh cool you race to 200 we start at 200 like i cannot i just can't even imagine like what it's going to be obviously we're going to hit a physics uh, a limit of physics at some point yeah but maybe not because you guys i don't know if you've heard this little like tidbit about history but they didn't think we could uh before we had cars and and trains and stuff like any kind of transportation the scientists at the time thought it was physically impossible for us to be able to travel any faster than like 14 miles an hour because they thought we would like tear apart into shreds like they didn't think our bodies could handle it so like you we think that there would be some kind of physical stop at some point obviously there's going to be like what ssc is working on with low coefficients of drag and like other variables like that like making sure the power actually can get to the road and that the car can stay sticky and too much downforce doesn't make it too slow Mm -hmm. but like gosh i can imagine that there's going to be three to four hundred mile an hour races sometime soon i mean have we ever had a car hit 400 mile an hour like a regular car obviously these aren't regular cars but no my golf i don't think so <laughs> You're like, bro, one time there's this hill. It was back when, right? So I was going downhill and uh yeah, I popped that sucker into sport mode. <laughs> God, I saw four on the dash. I just can't imagine what it would feel like oh, being crazy. at right, 200 and then feeling acceleration. That's insane. Right? Yeah, that's well, ever I, I've obviously never done this, New but if you're unlocked. ever on the highway and you're going a hundred and then you punch it and accelerate from there, that feels stupid. But yeah. To do that from two, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's just nuts. ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Well, that's crazy. Thank so, you for sharing thank you, that, dude. That's America. Nuts. Thank you, world, for <laughs> creating these crazy supercars and crazy stupid fast cars. Like mm-hmm. it's like a what's that called? It's like a dichotomy, I guess, of like fifty percent of the energy is being spent towards making cars super efficient, electric and hybrids and all that really cool stuff, which some of those are really cool too. And then the other half is like, no, yeah, that's cool, but we're gonna go like all the way to the other extreme and <laughs> make thirty yeah. three hundred horsepower cars. What we just talked and, about like, last episode production cars. Yeah. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. So Anyways, Tyler, you mentioned to us that you were looking through the interwebs yes. and uh, you saw something pretty cool. <laughs> Tell us about I that. Been, I found two cool things. I'm so excited about these. And my goal now, one day, is to own one in particular. Um, so I'm going to start with like the base model and then we're going to move on to the other one that they made, which is just absolutely nuts. So, okay. Renault coming in mm. clutch. Weird. Um. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know how to share screen. Oh, I found it. Sorry. Just ignore what I just said. Okay, so this is the new Renault 5 Turbo 3. You guys see this? It's loading. Whoa, what? Ooh. Yeah. Really? That's new? Yeah. Yeah, so it's not 100% confirmed yet on when the release is going to be, what the motor is, and what the price is. But this is kind of like a teaser for it. That's cool. It's wow. maybe one of the prettiest cars ever, and it pays amazing homage to <laughs> the original nope. Renault Felt 5. That. I think I got it. <laughs> I think um, it's homage. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, they kept the body homage. almost identical to what the original was, except yeah. it is purely forged carbon fiber. Every panel is just Whoa. carbon fiber. 
Are these the singer um, guys? Oh no, they're talking so about far, life. The singer are you guys, guys able to see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, wow. So it's got double Ooh. wishbone suspension in the front and the rear. Um, again, fully carbon fiber. Um, they're making them only in an actual full-on just stick shift six-speed, I believe. And they haven't confirmed wow. the motor yet, but they're speculating that it's going to be a some sort of four-cylinder turbo around 400 horsepower. Good. Thank you. Um, the now interior on no this hybrid. Is so, Whoa. so pretty. Ooh, it's a spaceship. It's, it's come basically on, like it's so pretty. So yeah, so the whole dash, as you can see, is actually wrapped in cloth. <laughs> and then the dorks, you see the door cards, they have just the strap. Yeah, um, just the pull strap. Handles. That's yep. awesome. And then just the gated shifter right in the middle. Can we call door cards so, dorks now? Crazy, I love that you like, said that by accident. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, ta- did yeah, you say torques? He oh, said, I don't know. He I said, am forever now. That's though. hilarious. He said dorks, but I'm 100 <laughs> percent calling dorks. it that now. Check out my dorks. <laughs> yeah, no. So this looks like a Mark One GTI esque mm-hmm. sort of interior, right? With yes. like the stitching and yep. the cloth, the Alcantara wrapped steering wheel dash, all that stuff. Like that looks so so nice. Yeah, we're not going to get oh, one yeah. here in America, right? Uh, not confirmed yet. Again, this is all just this so far is this guy that actually says in the beginning, I believe they, they basically had this guy and he said he wanted to basically do like a reimagined Porsche 911, but then I believe he works for Renault. And so they decided to then, instead of doing that, like bring back the Renault five to like the 21st century and what that would look like and how they want to design it. Yeah, that's and cool. This is what they came up that's with, and I have so, zero complaints. Re, this thing re, is stunning. First, that first paragraph where he talks about that, realizing the genre was already well covered by the likes of Singer and Gunther Works, he teamed up with fellow <laughs> U.S.-based Frenchmen yeah. to do something arguably much more interesting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yep. I also, I just gotta say, I love that you're skipping over the names because for sure you have no idea how to say them. Yeah, I don't know how to say them either. Right back. I can't even say homage right. Alain de Rossier. Did I say it right yeah. that time? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, think so. Did. I think he got it. But yeah. um, that should just be our running joke on the podcast. Every time we say homage or homage, we should say it different every time. Um, yep. Gotta keep them guessing. Keep yeah. Them. So <laughs> anyways, so <laughs> they did this. um then i was like scrolling and i was like there's no shot they then swapped and they made this already no so this is this is adventure rift version what yes so this one's fully electric Oh, um, despite it's kind of funny though they they even mentioned it again in the beginning um i think they said um porsche's marketing department they kind of call them out a little bit saying that they called it a turbo even though it's not gas at all it's just electric <laughs> but you'll awesome. be totally fine with this thing being electric the more you learn about it this is the that's pretty funny thing. so it is it is the same thing as the renault r5 that we saw before but then this is their totally tricked out drift machine and it 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 basically calls back everything to their i believe their original rally car like all of the little details that they added on it Mm-hmm. Um, it's unreal. So, um, wow. they mention it in this. Um, the oh wait, I actually wanted to look at it in the top picture. So, if you guys see this bar right here, so this is actually the entire thing is fully LED, and it's not just these little wow. parts. Wow! Nice. And then it's got a mode that when it senses the car drifting, it flashes different colors. 
and all the lights kind of do this and they do it and they mention it lower that they do this because they're trying to to call back to like 80s and 90s racing video games and so that's why they designed the car like that i love this era Um, of car development they also kept in i know that's what i'm telling you man the stuff they're coming out with is the coolest it's so cool. we're living in it's the best me... time for cars it, it was the 100%. best of times it was the worst of times as they say but <laughs> it's it's pretty freaking awesome yeah um but yeah so this is what the back looks like wow now Holy they cow. mention it in here i can't remember where though but the wing is wider than the entire car is <laughs> it looks like um, it's huge <laughs> yeah yep. which i thought was just unreal but yeah, so they mentioned here that they say um, plenty of references to retro 80s and 90s video games. It's a blue, pink, and yellow LED bar, which flashes when the car drifts, spans the whole front of the car. <laughs> um, that's so cool. That's going to look sweet. Do they have any video of this thing? This is the interior. <laughs> Ooh. I love that. Is that like a, a oh, what's the word thing? Sequential? Not hieroglyphic. No, the, I'm trying oh. to think of the word for the logo, the emblem on there uh whatever it's led it looks I, cool yeah <laughs> i lost yeah. the word um i'm all about yeah, this so whole this is thing and got pieces back there we go nice yeah yes. right so they're doing the purple and the neon yellow you can even see it on the dash Yo. the dash is also cloth wrapped and then you can kind of see the purple and the yellow and the um, checkered pattern exactly yeah it yeah, just looks dude. phenomenal that's awesome um, so it's fully electric rear wheel drive Estimated to be 375 brake horsepower and 516 foot pounds of torque. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it's, that, it's so that center, car. that center stick is just the rear e brake. It's perfectly positioned because <laughs> yep. it's a single, it's a one gear, Weird. right? Because it's electric. Yeah. So you have full exactly. torque all the time exactly. on demand. Perfect for drifting. And you've got your perfectly placed, I mean, the steering wheel looks amazing for, you yeah. know, one hand steering and stuff. And then you've got the nice e brake right there. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. No, it's literally incredible. And it's got over 50 degrees of um, turning diameter. I can't think of the, the right word. but Steering angle? No, I think that's right. Circumference? Is it? Steering angle. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Um, and I also love, they top this off in such a hilarious way. And this is built. They already have a physical version of this, and it's going to nice. be at a car show this coming October, um, I believe in England, they say. Okay. Um. But one of my favorite things about this, which I thought was hilarious. First off, it's got the windows with the actual like slots already in. Same thing with the pull strings. You can see the fabric even better on the inside of this door, which I just think looks so unbelievably good. Super good looking door. Also the uh, the houndstooth camo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, that's sticking. This Um, is definitely a render though, right? This is not a photo. This is right here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so there's two last things I want to comment on this before we move on to the next section. One is they recreated the turbo fan wheels for it as mm-hmm. the same thing as the original one had. All about it, dude. And two, because I thought this was just like hysterical. Um, so right here, um, Renault is keen to point out that the RFI Turbo 3E is joined by a teddy bear named Drifty. Who the brand says is there to relax and comfort passengers overwhelmed by the show car's muscle. <laughs> what? Like, where's, where's the teddy bear? <laughs> yeah, why are there no know, images of it? They don't have it pictured. I was they don't so have picture sad. That? What the yeah, heck? That's so random and funny. Other, but I was like, that's 
awesome. Like I'm, I'm fully in support of this. Also that it's got the full roll cage already in it. Like this thing is just, just from factory, totally tricked out as max and as possible as can be. That's just insane. Sick. So yeah. And if you see just right below it saying that it's going to be on display at this arts and elegance contest, Paris motor show. Wow. Oh, yeah. so it just was shown. So that was a few days ago. So we're probably going to get some more images yeah. of this soon. Oh yeah. We should try to find, um, I'll see if I can find videos or clips of it being like seen in person. Yeah, maybe we'll throw some stuff on our Instagram if we can find some. Some like actual in-person shots of this. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Sick. Yeah, but I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I'm just cool. so happy with this thing. Like, it's just, oh, oh my gosh. And the final thing about this car, because <laughs> this is just also so cool. I'm not going to try to find it in the, in the actual paragraphs because it's going to take a little bit too long. It comes factory. You can see it right here. They built in camper mounts on the interior and exterior because they literally just said like you're gonna want to record what you do in this car so it comes what, with camera mounts dude. you can see like on the hood here off the side here they put them that's in the sick. places where people put them on these cars that's so that you can just board your so camera everywhere that's so cool everywhere <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah i saw can it we, i was like can we just take a moment and just send a, a thank you to ken block for i feel like this is so yeah. ken block-esque like okay. everything he did with Jim Kana, um, and like that exploding and partnering with mega brands and just like all the marketing and everything is, do they say something about him? Yeah. They, the they dazzling spe- camouflage livery covering the whole car is just how we'd imagine Ken block would spec his Renault five. If he had one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, I mean, they want they him like, to drive their car. I, I so feel like bad. he really sparked a lot of this innovation. So bad, dude. They're like, please. I think well, I mean, this, is, this is uh, the writer of Car Throttle who's mentioning all that stuff, right? But yeah. I wonder how much came from a press release. But, but um, no, you're, no you're I, totally I get right. exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I think you're yeah. on a little bit of a delay now, Jake. Yeah, and he's whenever, slightly. Whenever you guys share your screen, I get thrown on a delay, I think. <laughs> That's fine though. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Here, okay. Let me let me stop sharing, and then I actually want to. I want to address exactly what Zach brought up. Is mm. um, you're exactly right on that. Like it's like I feel like Ken Block's cars have done so much for like the automobile world. Totally. Um, especially when it comes to rally and drift, that like it's so cool to see. Because like if I would have seen this car just like in the wild, I would have thought it would have been one of like Ken Block's prototypes or something. Yeah, totally. So the fact yeah, that a company we didn't now... Have an intro like that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So like now that they're just like, like, oh yeah, this is just how we decided to make it, like is the coolest thing ever. Well, and he was like the first one to make like sponsoring so, and monetizing, sorry, doing dumb stuff with a car, like <laughs> kind of normalized. Like he's the first one to actually show doing mm-hmm. stuff like that and enabling like dumb stuff, like shutting down big parts of like huge cities to go drift a car around. Like he's the first one to do things like that yeah. and regular, yeah, right. regularize that. But I was like, what? You can do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can't even imagine being <laughs> like, hey, we need to shut down part of San Francisco because I want to drift the car around it. Like that's, I don't know how you even get that permit, but I know yeah, he did it's it. It's also not like it was like, podunk montana or whatever it was like <laughs> right oh you have one of the busiest cities in the world can i borrow it for four days right <laughs> like, it's not well, that's how i but, felt yeah, all, yeah. all of the roads i'm also gonna wreck them yeah <laughs> yes didn't he do a drift in dubai where was that one? i don't, uh, I don't am I know wrong where on this was. i swear he did a couple international ones though that i'm like i there don't know one how of them where he, he was in there, there. Yeah, I'm like the, just the logistics of figuring out. I don't even know where you start with. Like, who do you even initiate that conversation with to get permission for that? Right, it's, right. 
He's yeah. got to have, I mean, I'm sure it's like how my people will talk to your people type of stuff. And I don't <laughs> oh, know yeah. if there's a cost to it or like, because it's not like cities necessarily need like advertising where it could be like, hey, look, I'm not going to pay for Some it, do. but like, well, like, yeah, well, for sure, but not the ones he's doing it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we'll pay whatever if there's like a fee is there a, are we in the dark about something is there just a fee that you can rent out roads because i would love to do some events like that would be, be a lot so of fun because cool. sorry this is going to be a little bit of a tangent and not, a little bit off track but like there's so many of these um car shows uh takeovers is like a buzzword right now in car community stuff mm-hmm. that are just like so many people are so reckless mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Like, I guess terrorizing is kind of a strong word, but like terrorizing local communities that are like, hey, look, we didn't ask for you guys to be like racing on our streets and all yeah. that stuff. That's like a, a car show is one thing, but like doing all this crazy stuff and being reckless, like I get it. As much as the next guy, I like going fast. Like I like driving spirited and finding those cool back roads <laughs> and stuff like that. But like, geez, dude, don't don't be driving stupid on the highways and like in towns, like, but there's, there's people around, you know, like that's not cool. You're not cooler than anybody because you can go take your, whatever, some stupid car and drive it all fast and endanger everybody. Like that being said though, if there's a hookup and I can rent the streets out and they can clear it out and put whatever safety stuff up. And then we can all do that. And it's on waivers and people are there who want to be there. I know there's a thing called racetrack. So comments don't just to be like, Oh, you're talking about a racetrack. <laughs> but like, that's pretty freaking awesome. If you could be like, Hey, totally. whatever town, like, can we rent like this block with like, there's a stretch here. We're going to do a little bit of like uh challenge racing, whatever, whatever. And I don't know. That well, would be like, sick. Ken Black gets the hookup and we don't. That's yeah, all. Well, it is. this is like what dad used to talk about too when they were younger. Like times have just changed because people have been, there's too many stupid yeah. people ruining trust for things. But like they used to have, like the police would literally shut down pieces of road yeah. and let them drag race together. And it was just that understand. Like you're going to drag race, but you're also not going to push it so hard that you wreck and like, you know, hurt, hurt or kill yourself or the person in the other car or anything like that. It was just like push your car down the road, have some fun. Everybody right. gets to group up. They would do, he would always talk about like them taking like mcdonald's had all the dodge stuff and wendy's had all the chevy stuff and like you'd go taunt people and race mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was cool but like they had that environment it wasn't this dumb reckless show off just try to go viral thing and you also didn't have the dumbness of like people getting stuck right like, like the bystander effect of like everybody looking through their cell phone and nobody like if something happens nobody going and actually helping out with whatever it is and it's just sad it's sad that everything's changed so much mm-hmm. and like right. i wonder if that's like the like that would be a cool whatever it is some country road somewhere like hey we're gonna let everybody like come on do it maybe it's a private company that does it to say like hey we've got this whatever giant parking lot like we'll set up more you know more of those like traffic cone events right. like the SCCA events in a trap in a parking lot where it's not against anybody you just get to drive your car go get it out of your system and then uh and do it in a safe place because yeah, well, yeah the these problem is everybody's so sue happy nowadays like yeah those, the, a lot of these places don't do that because everybody's worried about liability, you know, like back in the, I don't want to mm. peg dad older than he is, but, uh, what years was that in the seven, uh, 1930s, not 70s, 80s, eighties, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Eighties. Like people weren't, first of all, everybody wasn't on their cell phones all the time. Right. Not that, mm-hmm. that is causing this, but there's a little bit of showmanship, right? When they, you know, your friends recording, oh, it's going to be on, on oh, the internet yeah. and all that stuff. Like yeah. you want to show off a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like obviously their actions are probably like big problems that happen then too with like non-sanctioned racing and like the police weren't blocking off roads and letting people do this stuff. But um, 
like there was a time and a place for that basically. Right. And, right. and everybody kind of respected that. And it seems like I wasn't there obviously, but it seems like people were less liability focused and so scared and, and everybody wasn't suing as much. Yeah. They just yeah. see that being a nightmare. Say a company wants to be cool and they're like, Hey guys, we own like this, whatever, this whole stretch of road, like we'll right. shut it down. Everybody can come. Everybody would have to like sign up in advance, have their cars checked. They'd have to do waivers. They'd have to do all this stuff, which is fine. But that's just it, like, then, then it's like, well, you might as well just go to the SCCA or you might as well go to right. any other like parking lot race. Like it'd be cool if there mm-hmm. was just a Friday, like we could, you could call me up be like, bro, there's Friday night. This company said they're blocking up the road. You go there, like run some people. You can do challenges, you know, call, call outs and that type of stuff. You just go there, run your car, go home. Like everybody's cool. But yeah, you wish there was yeah. like a safe venue for it. Cause it's like, you know. It's just nowadays, it's like, it's ruined it. It's really sad because it's like right now, obviously, like, obviously kind of what we're talking about too is like, there was that event that happened at H2OI and um, like, it's, it's just sad because like you have the whole car community, like by and large, most of them are all responsible people who don't want to do stupid stuff like that. We just want to go to a show and see whatever. I want to see another five cylinder Audi engine there. And I want to talk to the guy who owns it. And there's so many people saying like, this is why I'll never do takeovers. This is why I'll never do shows like this. This is why I'm never going to be a part of that. And it kind of makes me sad because I'm like, no, like you guys should be the ones going Mm -hmm. to them because you guys should be the one like dictating that this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Like the people who all have the good attitude about, I don't want the shows to turn into this are all the people who should be organizing and running shows. So that stuff like this doesn't happen. Cause it's when you get the stupid, like your guys are right. Like when you get the people who think like, Oh, I'm going to put this on TikTok, And then they're like, Oh sick. Like the one, one accident happened because some dude launched his car into an intersection because people were filming and said, launch your car. And he ignored the red light and went for it and hit somebody. Like it's just stupid stuff, like stupid decisions Mm -hmm. for people just chasing cloud or whatever. When, you know, it's it's you lose the respect of having these machines. I think another big part is how much more powerful cars are nowadays than they were like 20, 30 years ago, where you've Absolutely. got a lot yeah. more horsepower that you're dealing with. And I mean, you, these speeds and everything like it's there's just yep. a lot more at people's fingertips, a lot more that's accessible on some good credit that, you know, it's it's just mm-hmm. it's sad. It's sad that it turns into that. But it's stuff that, you know, I hope to be part of more of more uh, car meets that don't make the news in that way kind of a thing. But yeah, it's just it's sad that it's going that way. Yeah. Yeah. You made a really good point about, um, Jake, what you said about, um, the people who are against that type of stuff, right? Like us who are like, Hey, there's a time and a place to drive that way. Like Mm -hmm. you can go to a track, you can go do these different things, like in a giant crowd, like we've all seen millions of videos of people doing the donuts in the parking lots. And then some guy gets like launched into the crowd, right? We may have even had make it or break it with that a few times. Um, and like there's time and place for that. Like you can go to a drift pad, you can go to that type of stuff. But like those people, like the people who are in the same mindset as us, like if you guys are thinking that way, you see what what's happened at some of these takeovers and meets and stuff. And it's like, you're as pissed off as we are about it. Like yeah. that is more of a reason to actually go to those things. Like if we flood those events with good people, with good intentions who are there to talk about their cars and show their cars and meet other cool people who are also there, with the right intentions who don't like that other stuff, like there isn't going to be room mm-hmm. for the people who want to do stuff bad. You know what right. I mean? Right. Or when so, the bad starts, there's more people so there to sit to... and call it out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So sorry to take and us down that. that tangent, but no, uh, I'm I know we, we all, we talk talked about, about it. it a lot beforehand. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. We talked about it a lot, guys, you know, you guys watch, we talked about this a lot, of course, this week. Um, and beforehand and debated whether or not to talk about the H2OI stuff. But um, 
kind of came up, I guess, organically. And mm-hmm. that's how we feel. So yeah. cool. Well, before we end this episode, <laughs> I have classes yeah, in session voice. More. I got one more thing I wanted to talk about that I've been waiting to talk about for so long. And I debated while we were talking about that stuff right now. I was like, man, we're already at 50 minutes. Maybe I should save it. But I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I think people listening. If you guys want to listen yeah. to another, I got another solid maybe 10 minutes of, of sharing some craziness with you guys of something that I'm just curious about. And I had no clue how it works. And now that I found out how it works, let's go. I'm more confused. But yeah. So I'm going to read you the headline. Um, <laughs> we're going back to Kenig's egg. We felt like Zach did him dirty a little bit with this whole SSC thing and showing off how slow they are. So we're going to show <laughs> another cool piece of them. So I'm going to read the headline. Bring them back. And then I'm going to share it because I don't even know what to think anymore. This is nuts. So uh cool. let's see all right here's the tab so it's here's how kenick sig's new manual automatic cc850 gearbox works so i don't know if you guys have heard about this it's a transmission it literally on the gated shifter there are six spots for the six speed there's a reverse and then there's a drive mode so it can be either a like regular automatic gearbox or an actual clutched six speed transmission okay which that doesn't make sense to what? have both so the next no, thing. No, okay. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the subtitle of this is an open gated manual and a nine speed auto. Prepare to have thine tiny minds blown. So, this article is written awesome. It's on <laughs> Wait, top so gear. it's a. Yeah. Go ahead, Ty. Sorry, it's a six, it's a six speed manual and a nine speed automatic. Yeah, dude. All right. So, can you guys see my screen? It's uh, loading up here. Okay. Loading. Boom. Whoa. Okay. Oh, what? So, love the wheels. <laughs> so this is the car. This the picture that of the car is, yeah. has nothing to do with yeah. it, but I just wanted to show you. <laughs> so the thing looks great. <laughs> we talked about a bad interior last week, but look at this thing. Mm. Could be setting me up to see an amazing interior <laughs> or an awful a- interior. It's the oh. most beautiful interior i've ever seen in my life and i think it's loading so slow for you guys and i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah it's loading slow i'm sorry it's fine, our reactions are behind go back to yeah. the full the full view of just the interior i want to look at the gauges first because they're the coolest gauges i've ever seen yeah these gauges are sweet yeah it's I, very I, I like aeronautic this a lot. yeah right so yeah look at oh the, my gosh wait it it just clicked that that was three gauges and one in the middle yeah dude did you guys see that? It looks yeah. like it's like a watch. It's so freaking cool. Yeah. If I go back to that one here. Yeah. The middle one. Yeah. The outside is the tack. The inside is the speedometer. Then the inside inside is the boost gauge. Whoa. That's, that's very so- like. <laughs> that's going to be trippy to look at. Watch. Yeah. That's so interesting. The other- they kind of adopt Oops. a. Let me go back. Watch the, type of movement or yeah. not movement necessarily, but like the way that the hands work and stuff like that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then this is the piece that we're going to focus on. So this crazy, weird, freaking six speed, but also drive like regular automatic transmission. So how this thing works, I love how this article is written. So celebrating his 50th birthday, Christian von Koenigsegg dispensed with the traditional champagne and midlife crisis 9-11. And instead he revealed a totally new form of gearbox technology. (laughs) So how this thing works, I'm going to explain it in like dumb terms and then we'll dive in and talk about it a little bit. 
but basically, like wrap you. your wrap your minds around this. Please. I'm gonna stop sharing for a sec too, because I'm just gonna paste the thing in. But I want you guys to be able to react at normal speed. Okay, so this thing. Okay. So yeah, it's a, yeah. So it's a six speed, but it can shift into drive. So how they do yep. it is it actually has nine gears, and when you shift into drive, they're all hydraulically okay. actuated. And it has a clutch pedal. When it's in drive, it's just doing it itself. But it, it's a six-speed that also has three different drive modes that change the gear ratios for the six-speed. Whoa. Oh, so it's like a like a bike where you got one, two, three, and then you got one, yes. three, seven or whatever? Yes. On the left and right? You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yep, yep, got, yep. You got the big gear. All right. I've really dumbed it down, huh? But you guys... Remember riding bikes, That's a right? Right way so, to explain it. <laughs> where your pedals were, you had you had the three gears where you could go with the big gear. You know, you have the most uh, torque, easier to get up and going, and then you can move that down to another couple of smaller gears. And then the back, you can switch between your speeds of the bigger yes. to smaller gears for That's more or less great... speed and torque and stuff like that. That's dude. That's a great way to explain it. That's, that's exactly it what it is. So it's it can do it automatically you can put it in drive and it's just going to shift through but then they have it so they explain it here so if you select track mode the first gear is actually third gear you're not going to get stuck in a traffic jam so it's a tall gear like in a race car and then the remaining two to six are very tightly spaced for whip crack acceleration so they in first gear in normal mode starts (laughs) off in the second of the nine gears because the first is super short on the nine speed while second gear is actually the fourth of the nine which perfectly matches the second gear in a regular six speed (laughs) So it gets wow. super confusing to go through. Here. But that's how this thing works. Go ahead, Tyler. That is so nuts. What I'm sorry. I'm oh no, so this just is super, right? Yeah, super quick. Jake, this is wow. this is me IRL right now, okay? <laughs> I, I don't know so what's happening. to get that meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard you clicking away. I'm like, are you pulling pull up, up a picture so of the gearbox or something? Like, yeah, no, no, just this. There it is. That's so funny. But yeah, I oh cannot. I'm like, I'm like, I'm hearing everything you're saying, but it's like, it's not even like going in one ear or going out the other. It's just missing my head. I can't. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm trying so to fathom Zach's, this. Zach's example is pretty good, actually. Like, it, it literally is like a bike where it has three like front gears so consider it like your pedal gears right and then it has six in the back and so it's using hydraulics to like your hydraulics that you can actuate using the pedal but also it can do it via computer but it's changed so like if you put it into sport mode it's going to change the front gear on you so you're starting from a different point than you actually would so it has Mm -hmm. nine to choose from but it's only ever actually giving you access to six so when you're shifting through, there's no feedback on that. Like you're not shifting into a first gear. You're pushing a lever somewhere and it's telling in real time the computer to go to actually gear four when you thought you were going to two because you're in sport mode. Like it, it's changing all of this on the fly, but fast enough. And your engagement <laughs> on the clutch pedal is still engaging the clutch in the same. Like it's freaking, I, dude, I don't know. I, I don't know the computer thing you have to write for this. I don't know at all. And then in drive, it's just a nine speed automatic, just like was... regular cars are nowadays. It's freaking nuts. I was just thinking the exact same thing, dude. I cannot imagine the math and the programming behind getting that to work. Right. Like that alone. It's just crazy. Okay. Anyway, that was the piece I wanted to share. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. (laughs) This is totally reminding me of, um, man, I'm trying to remember exactly what it is. I wish I had the, um, the exact specs on it but there's a c5 corvette 
that had this weird manual. Do you get? Does this ring any bells? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, not I, yet. You're you're sounding. You're sounding similar to the E46 M3 had a weird automatic manual in it. Well, that was that wasn't a weird automatic manual. That was just a uh, uh, that was the SMG transmission, right? So it's basically a dual clutch automatic, similar to what's in my car, like a DSG. But Corvette, the Chevy, and the <laughs> Corvette in the I think it was in the C5. Um, Cause I know I've sent a few to dad and he's like, Oh, that's that weird one. And I'm pretty sure what it was is they had something similar to this, obviously very less tech and very dumbed down <laughs> as my guess, but it was like a four speed manual, but then it had like yeah. pre gears or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. It was something like this where oh. it was really, really weird. And it was totally unreliable. <laughs> Sounds right. Well, I mean, this is, is what I mean, I've heard. When you yeah, think about it, better, maybe on the next episode, we got to bring him in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you think about it, this is kind of similar to like, I mean, drag racing transmissions are kind of, they're like, you know, three, four speeds and you're just knocking through um, on the transmission. You're knocking it through. I think the big difference is this kind of functions more like it's mm. almost like a DSG transmission where it's got the banks of gears, but it actually is. It's like a regular, mm. I mean, it's like a manual or a sequential gearbox, but it's all hydraulic actuated. And it's like, it, yeah. I think the more interesting part is the interface they're giving you. Cause it's saying too, that there's a lot of feedback. Like you get the sensation of pushing against synchros, holding you back into gear. And they're using like some sort of haptic feedback, I guess. And same with the clutch pedal to give you the feel of all of it so that you can do that. You could slide it over into drive. You could drive for a little bit and while you're driving. You can slam it back out of that and into the manual mode like it's crazy they took the whole paddle shifter thing to a crazy. whole new level <laughs> yeah they're, they're really like, okay tip, tip i found it That's you ready cute. yeah right <laughs> so this the chevy it was in the c4 that's why i couldn't find it right away oh, okay it's oh. a if you guys want to look this up i don't have all the specs on it right away but people watch if you guys want to look up a weird uh transmission it's called the doug nash four plus three so essentially what it was is a four-speed manual transmission with a overdrive bolted on the butt of it. Mm. So it would automatically change two overdrive gears depending on what kind of throttle response that you're giving. So Weird. super interesting. I've I've heard it's had to, at least every time I've sent it to dad, he's been like, no, nah, that's terrible. <laughs> so um, apparently it's had issues. But yeah, this, this article said it's a manual transmission, mechanical wizardry, wizardry, wizardry. There it is. Mechanical yeah. wizardry. We got so there. interesting to look up. If you guys want to go look up <laughs> this, uh, this some article stuff, from the drive, kind of, that kind of I was just reading. Thing. it says, needless to say, this hack job of a transmission was anything but a tight and sporty manual. <laughs> <laughs> so there's basically two schools of thought. That's funny. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, right. I wanted to show that I've seen this weird, I've seen this talked about. I don't know if this is similar as what's in the Pagani. I don't know. This is probably, I mean, I wouldn't imagine they're the only ones doing this. It sounds like they're the first to do something like this, but I guess I would imagine everybody else is playing with it. But I thought this was nuts because I've seen, I've seen this and I've heard yeah. talk of this weird, like hybrid auto manual. And you kind of wonder if it's just going to be a fancy Tiptronic or what. But I mean, it seems like to the best of their ability, these guys are mm -hmm. actually going for it. And it says to end the article, it says Christian's keeping one for himself of the 50 first pre-production cars that they made. And it says, after all, it is his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So <laughs> not a bad birthday awesome. gift, but, uh, but anyway, so there you go. Folks. Yeah, now it. you understand how this whole manual automatic transmission phenomena works.
And uh, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious what the feedback is actually like, if it feels convincing or if it feels, you know, augmented or what. But I imagine once you get north of 200 miles an hour, it's an interesting hour, compromise, that's for sure. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think I want to be racking gears. I mean, it's it's good that at least we're yeah. not getting to that uh, point of need for speed where they've got like an 18 speed transmission in there <laughs> on the racing. Just con- <laughs> continually just... I mean, we're, we're up to nine, so we're getting just there. Just keeps on going. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Yeah. We're close. Yeah, ten more years, we'll be there. Yeah, pretty soon you'll Didn't go through they, the six, and then it'll seen... go to bank two, and you'll go back to one, and then go through the six again. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll just yeah. come right back, and you start over. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the um the um like um looking at Fast and Furious through a realistic lens, and then they count how many times Vin shifts. In yes. one in like the train chase, and it's like thirty six times or something. Yeah, it's some like outlandish number. It's I just so love awesome. that those movies can get away with it. They're oh, like, yeah, right. oh yeah, like we'll just shift like infinite amount of times because it looks cool, right. and everyone's like, all right, cool. Like here's my money. <laughs> well, what probably <laughs> happened is they they did a bunch of different shots, right? And then and it was there was obviously some real car guys making those movies because you look at like them swapping the oh, RB26 totally. into the old Mustang yeah. in Tokyo Drift which was like some of the modifications that they talk about and they do obviously some of them are silly like oh your manifolds are gonna blow but like th- some of the stuff they talk about is silly but so- there's a lot of like real <laughs> car stuff in there too but then mm-hmm. all of those people came up with it designed it whatever got the cars made the scripts everything went together yeah. everything was shot and then it went to editors right who put it all together and they're like well we need to fill four minutes here with this right. thing so they right. keep going back and forth between all these different shots they made and then it's gone it's done it's gone it's hit, it's hit movie and everything and then years later all these car people are like wait a minute 36 gears and they're like oh shoot <laughs> almost got away with it <laughs> should have fixed it in post but yeah they just put all this, have more they put gears. All this passion and effort into yeah. it and all people remember is 36 gears and no front brakes on the jetta <laughs> right <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah but anyway guys yeah. that's oh, what i got for this week so now you know now you know how this weird auto manual the manual the manual matic transmission now you know how it works <laughs> I just want to say, That's I kind of comment, this was a phenomenal week for cars. It like, really was. All three topics we tapped were like awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited about all of this. Cool. But yeah, let yeah. us yeah. know. If you guys see cool something else coming. that we missed, send it in. You can get it to us on Instagram. Instagram is really the inbox we check the most. Um, but if you tag us on TikTok, if you see something mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, um, it's the next easiest. week, we've got the next two episodes are going to be in person. We're very excited to be together. Um, so if you've got any make it or break, Absolutely. Clips, send them in because we need them. Um, yes. Yeah, we, we're gonna go we'll through some of those. Again. Yeah. It's gonna be great, live and in person. I'm yes, excited sir. too. I've never been a part of the Make It or Break It's. This will be my. Really? This will be my initiation. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. We so go. We're, First we're one. Have to make a time. Some, I have to get some special for you. So send oh, yeah. some special clips. Those if you guys see anything, yeah, send them in, and then uh, yeah, I'll react to them for the first time. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Well, have a great All week, right. everybody. I wrap it. Yes, we yeah. should. Mm. Oh, someone else wrap it. I wrapped last week. <laughs> no one's going to say anything. I got time open to like wrap it. Thank you all for watching. Thank you so much for joining. Hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. Uh, like Jake said, engage with us. Um, hop on our socials. We're on, on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place. Listen to the episodes, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Easiest way to find us, though, is if you just go to thirdpedalpodcast.com. You can find sick merch like this. You can look just like us in our in our awesome gear. Um, you can rep it. We've got a um, 
indestructible garage shirt. Not actually, this is not a warranty. Where's the fine text? But super sick garage shirt and garage sweater. If you guys are working on some projects this fall or winter, definitely pick those up. Uh, send us pictures of you working on your stuff. And this is getting really long. So I'm going to say thank you all for watching and <laughs> peace. We'll see you out there. I lost my last one. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. There it is. Everyone, see you next time. See everyone. <laughs>